Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we just got done watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat the Carolina Panthers in week two of the NFL season. We're going to talk about it. Uh, the game literally just ended maybe 10 minutes ago, so this is fresh. Um, ah, Panthers didn't look good. <laughs> Not much else to say about it. <laughs> See, I think... I think the defense looked better. I, I really do. I think the defense looked better. Yeah, they had some bad happens, but Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty bad, in my opinion. Two interceptions in that fumble really, I mean, dug us in a hole. It's a weird game, right? Like, in the first quarter and a half, the defense looked terrible uh, for the Panthers. Yeah. Got shredded. Absolutely shredded. And then... In like the first quarter and a half of the second half, the defense looked good. Yeah, and they, they you know, was turning. Yeah, I mean they turned the ball over. They um, stopped uh, a lot of big plays. They, you know, Tom Brady looked particularly bad uh, in that that period of time. They were getting some the, pressure on Tom Brady, which you know, yeah. again, that causes him to throw Aaron throws, and that's what he was doing. Yeah, still no sacks for the Panthers in this game. Um, Burns got close a couple times. Got close. We did cause a fumble from Brady, but uh doesn't count as a sack, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then the offense looked horrid that first quarter and a half and then looked pretty good, you know, at the time that the defense was looking good. And then I don't know what happened there towards the end. The play, the the clock management was terrible yeah I mean, you can't you know you're down seven you got two timeouts left you cannot let it get to the two minute warning you can't and bridgewater bridgewater's making cam newton's two minute drill look super fast and we know cam <laughs> cam does not get to the line quickly in most cases bridgewater was just like like he had all the time in the world i don't know that a four plus minute drive and they're moving the ball, but it's taken forever to actually start the play. And plays. we're down by two possessions. We needed to get that ball in. No, this and... is when we were down only seven. I'm trying to remember this that drive. No, maybe you're drive. right. Maybe you're right. I think we Either were down way, by two we... possessions. We had five minutes left, and we spent right. like three and a half minutes taking the ball down. It was like, come yeah. on, move, guys. Let's get this over. They just yeah. they didn't really have the urgency that they should have right, had. Was... And then they did that. Poured off that onside kick. That's I don't know what that was. I mean, I, I think know, the ball is supposed to do something different there. I guess, but I think it's or, supposed, or it's supposed to, be, to get on the receiver too, like super quickly or something. Maybe I think what happens is it spins really fast, and if someone goes down and doesn't jump on it or just doesn't yeah. get a good grip on it, it spins out, and then they can get it. Because honestly, all onside kicks are almost a hundred percent. Not retained yeah. by the kicking. I was gonna say like you have to try something different yeah. because it just you just can't do an onside kick, which is why they needed to score before the two minute warning. So at least they would have the mm-hmm. two minute warning and then their two timeouts, and then they've got a shot. But 
Yeah, so, I mean, that was bad. Bridgewater looked terrible. He did not look good in this game. Yeah, I mean, he put up a lot of yards, 367 yards, 33 of 42. That doesn't sound bad, but no touchdowns, two interceptions, and he was just late on a lot of his throws. Uh, he that, just did that his... first interception that he was trying to throw that little screen to McCaffrey, that was like five yards ahead of him, and he overthrew him by seven yards. And I think that was, was terrible. I don't want to say a turning point of the game, but I feel like that deflated the whole team because the defense did a three and out. They were marching down the field. They were in field goal range, and then he overthrows him. Yeah. He gets it picked off. Then they go march down the field, score a touchdown. And then next drive, two plays in, he fumbles the ball. And one play later, Dante Jackson's playing 30 yards off Mike Evans for some reason. I mean, I know he's a deep threat, but come on. You're supposed to be a speedy guy. And Mike Evans just, you know, gets a touchdown. Easy peasy. And that throws us down 14 nothing in first 14 quarter. 14 nothing in no time. Yeah. yeah. After it, what looked promising on the first two drives. Yeah, and you're down 14 nothing. your game plan is out the window at that point. you got to re-figure out everything. Now, obviously they did something at halftime. There was some adjustments made and came out looking a lot better in the second half. You know, mm-hmm. we we played very well in the second half. We beat them in the second half, 17-10. to uh, Unfortunately, they were up 21 nothing going into the second half, so didn't quite get there. But, you know, made the game out of it. You know, made, made a game out of it. In mm-hmm. the second half there, and and had an opportunity to at least tie it up uh, within the last few minutes, but just too many mistakes. And the run defense and this is, was looking decent up until that last couple drives with Fournette, and then Fournette just kind of pushed the middle of the pile again. Yeah, another another weird thing is because it looked like you know that first couple of drives for Tampa that they were going to be able to run all over us, and then we clamped down. Uh, and then Fournette, Fournette, those last few drives for Tampa really kind yeah. of did what he wanted. Uh, and we were uh, we we're a little afraid of a Fournette in this game, and he did end up coming up pretty well. 12 carries, 103 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Also had four receptions, I think on one drive, for 13 yards. So uh, can, 16 touches for Fournette in this game. Can I start questioning Derek Brown? Is it too soon to start questioning? Because yeah, there's too, a few plays... Quite a few plays, he was just getting pushed around by that line, and that's what was giving Fournette a hole. Um, I know that touchdown roll run, he was double teamed to push out of the way, and it looked like Shaq was supposed to cover that gap, but he yeah. went to cover a different gap or so. And he here's the thing, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people talking crap about Derek Brown, talking crap about Matt Rule. It's too it's too early. I mean, this is game two. We wouldn't even be through the preseason at this point, working the kinks out. It's just You're too right, soon. But, I mean, Derek Brown is our first-round draft pick at defensive tackle, and he's made yeah. no plays. He's being put bullied around by other players. And, I, and that, I understand and that, that, but it's... Defensive tackle, you should be able to step in and bully somebody around. I haven't seen him bully anybody yet. Not yet, no. I mean, he was without KK on the other side of him this game. You know, that, that's something we were expecting him to have. I just still think it's too early for any of these guys. Too early for any of these guys. I mean, I to, honestly... To call them busts or, or even worry him, about him. I, I, I know, I know. Work. But even worry about him. I think it's just too early. I thought Woodrow Hamilton, who came up off the practice squad, at least kind of... He showed me a flash for a second. He had a couple of nice plays, for yeah. sure. I mean, for somebody that you 
call in from you know the practice squad uh you couldn't have asked for much better from him no not at all let's uh i i'm i'm a little confused i don't know the play calling all day confused me especially offensively mm-hmm. we got mccaffrey 18 carries of course big news here mccaffrey did go out uh in the four, i think early fourth quarter yeah after he scored injury. that second touchdown yeah so hopefully we'll find out a little more about him um sometime today it looked like they were just taping it up so it could be a sprain something like that i hope not because even a high ankle sprain could be i mean he is our, he is the, the wheel that turns this offense. he is i will say that mike davis came in and looked okay i mean he had eight eight receptions well, for yeah. 74 yards and i think it all happened in the fourth quarter yeah in the last two drives i mean Eight receptions for 74 yards. He almost had as many yards as McCaffrey had from scrimmage all day long. Yeah, but at that point, the Tampa Bay defense were playing prevent defense. I understand that, but don't you think that maybe those throws to the halfback might have been opened uh, open at some point during the game? Like, could we got McCaffrey more? He only had five targets, McCaffrey. I don't know. And last week was the same way. Last week he didn't have that many targets. Yeah, I don't know why Joe Brady hasn't utilized him. I, there's been, like you said, some very questionable calls. A third and two, we play, we threw the ball two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and then Robbie Anderson gets tackled back there. It wasn't even like a screen. I mean, what where is your play calling? This is the NFL. Those corners are going to be able to make a tackle. A legal formation ended up the, taking that away anyways, but still. <sighs> I mean, yeah, some big big penalties for the Panthers today. You know, last week we praised them for being kind of poised and having some, you know, looking professional. Today there was a lot of just bonehead plays. Yeah, Derek Brown that that second drive on Tampa Bay that late hit. Oh, they yeah. would have kicked the field goal, but instead Derek Brown he had plenty of time to maneuver away from him, and he just elbowed him, got the late hit. And then they go score. It, it's yeah. stuff like that, and that maybe that's also why he had another boneheaded play too early, later on in the game. I think he had uh, hands of the face or something. Yes, that it was on a third down. Yeah, yeah, those kind of mistakes on third down when you're getting ready to get off the field, mm-hmm. or when you're on offense and you're moving down the field, you can't can't do that stuff. Uh, and we had a lot of both of those, unfortunately, today. Uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, both looked great. Yeah, uh, both over 100 yards receiving. Didn't get into the touchdown or getting into the end zone, unfortunately, for either of those. But uh, I mean, between them and Mike Davis, that was pretty much our entire offense. passing offense. Yeah. So I, um, I, yeah. I still really haven't seen them push the ball down the field at all. There's one pass to Robbie Anderson on blown coverage like that last was wide, week. wide open. I mean, that's good that he's yeah. getting him the wide open throws. Don't get me that wrong, but you got to try like, to force it a little bit more. I mean, we have some deep threats. It's almost like they're that's what their plan is. Like, all right, for three and a half quarters, we're just going to go short, 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 short. And then when they expect us to go short, we'll go deep that one time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it'll always be there. Well, sorry, you're going to have to do more than that. Like, we have to keep the. That's why they're crushing down on McCaffrey every time he touches the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's averaging, what, uh, three and a half yards a rush, which is well under his average. Only seven 
6.3 yards per catch, but he only got four catches. So, I mean, you know, you say 22 touches for McCaffrey is fine, and had he played that fourth quarter, it probably would have been more like 26 or 27. But the way that they're giving him the ball just it doesn't seem to be conducive to him making the big plays. No. You know, get him out in space like we did last year with McCaffrey. Get him, out, you know, in the flat, some screens, things like that. Stuff that where he can get ahead of steam and make moves. Yeah, I did like the fact that we used Curtis Samuel kind of in the backfield a couple yeah, times. We kind of mixed it up. He did an end around. He kind of was in the backfield. I, I enjoyed that. I thought using Curtis Samuel to his variety, you know, mm-hmm. his strengths. That was something we talked about in our preview show, was hoping mm-hmm. that we – got him the ball in some more creative ways, and they did, uh, at least early in the game. I think mm-hmm. uh, they did give him like just a regular running back carry at some point, I think, in the second half, and he got eight or nine yards. So yeah. I like like that. That was, that was good to see. Um, I mean, on Tampa's side, I don't know if Tampa's a very good football team. No. Uh, I said this... In the preseason, I've been harping yeah. on. I don't think Tampa Bay has gelled yet. And Panthers are just not as talented, just point blank. They're not as talented as Tampa Bay. And I could see them being very good. That defense is good. They mm-hmm. were putting Teddy under a lot of duress, Shaq Barrett, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. I mean, yeah, Vita five, Bay. Five sacks for Tampa. They're very good up front, getting pressure on them. But that offense, even though they put up 31 points Unfortunately, against this defense, it's not a lot. It's it, going to happen a lot against yeah. this defense. I mean, I expect them to gel. I thought this was the Panthers' chance to kind of jump up and get them while they still haven't gelled. Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, I mean, yeah, you're happy you got the first win, but it was up in the air until that Fournette touchdown. I mean, we they made it a game, the Panthers did. We're Wait. still in, yeah, they're still in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Godwin did not play in this game. Yeah. So that probably hurt their offensive efficiency a little bit. Uh, Mike Evans looked good. He looked healthy. Seven catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I thought they probably could have got him the ball even more against. Uh, they went Dante away Jackson. after that first, uh, yeah. first quarter and a half. I know we had this argument about rugs last week dominating mm-hmm. see i thought evans was dominating in that first quarter and a half and then they just kind of went away from him for some reason that, yeah i mean that's sort of how i felt about rugs last week was and and it's the, sort of the same thing with rugs although he did get hurt uh so i don't know how healthy he was in the second quarter there but or second half there but evans um yeah i mean it's like anytime they wanted he had 10 targets overall mm-hmm. seven catches like i said but uh lashaw mccoy i I expect him to get cut after this game because oh, he yeah. had two big drops for and them. And then Fournette kind of broke out and looked good. Yeah, Fournette. I mean, even when probably he had guys guy on him, forward. he was still making a couple yards left. Well, so- he's obviously the most talented yeah. running back on that team. Uh, it was just a matter of time before he sort of solidified himself. I think probably next week he ends up getting the start. I do too. He's would, been in would, the- it would surprise me if he didn't. After being in the uh, offense for now three weeks now, knowing yeah. pass protection and stuff, yeah. That'll probably be at f- least a 50-50 split, and then yeah. it'll go all the way for net. Well, shoot. I mean, he had 
like I said, 16 touches today to Ronald Jones, nine. Mm. So, yeah. And that's just week two. So I would expect it to be more like that. Um, what would you feel about the fourth down play? When was that? Oh. First half, I guess. Yeah, it was first half because we still had zero points. Yeah, and first we're, half. It, yeah, we're down 14 nothing. We're on their side of the field. Yeah, uh, and we were at the thirty-six up, yard line. Yeah, and line up for line, a punt. Go ahead. And when they lined up for a punt, my initial thought was, "Oh, this is easily within Joey Sly's distance." And then I, then my second thought, "Oh, this is a fake." Yeah, I, I even said to Brandy, my wife, I was like, "Why are they lining up to punt? This is obviously going to be a fake punt. Why don't they just run it on the offense?" And then they ran it. They give it to Jeremy Chin, hoping he can get a couple of yards. He only got one. And turn the ball over. I mean, either kick the field goal, Mm -hmm. which it would have been a long field goal, but, you know, Joey's got mid-50s range easy. I'm fine as the Panthers being down 21-0 going for it there. No, it's 14-0 at that point. It was 14-0 at that point. But it is the part of the field that you should go for it, I think. Yeah, I'm fine So I have no problem with them going for it Fourth and two, just do either, you know, a dump-off pass to McCaffrey to see what he could do. DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson has sure hands, it looks like. You know, do something. Not a, not again, Arma up the middle. Again, you know, and that same play, it was third and three, okay, on the 37. You run the ball, but you run it with Mike Davis, okay? And then fourth and two, you run the ball, and you run it with Jeremy Chin. Where is Christian McCaffrey? Didn't we learn this lesson last week? You can't give him the ball one of those two times? I... The fake punt, he's not even on the field. If he's on the field, it's I'm just an saying, obvious don't fake even punt. Put him, but don't even but I agree, we needed to line up in an offensive formation, like kind of yeah. spread them out. Let's see what we can do. Uh, what we just And then finally, towards the second half, they start giving McCaffrey the ball. They start it, this letting seems him to run be the plays, repetitive thing with this happened. team. I know. In two like, weeks, it does. Let's start doing that in the beginning of the game. Joe Brady... Has to realize he has a Ferrari in the garage to take it out early instead of leaving it in there until the second half. Yeah, it was fourth and two for that second touchdown. It was fourth and two. And all of us probably are screaming, give it to McCaffrey. Give it to your best player. They do. And he just runs it in for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, let's just do that every time. It's like, you know, like uh, Happy nice Gilmore says when he hits the hole in one on the par four. Like, I should just do that every time. Yeah. Why not? Uh, McCaffrey's I, more likely to make somebody miss, it, just in the open field. And then that, that little option pitch to him from Teddy Bridgewater, that's exactly what he can yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of ugly. I don't know Bridgewater. I, I mean, what do you think about Bridgewater at this point? Are, are we – I was almost ready to call for uh, Will Greer. in the I, I was too, honestly. <laughs> I know people have been harping on this suck for Trevor and stuff. And honestly, after this game, I know it's only week two. I was like, all right, if Teddy plays like this more, I'm going to agree with him. I would like Teddy Bridgewater signing, but he doesn't seem to push the ball down the field. Today, he got rattled and threw. I mean, both interceptions were completely his fault. Yeah. Bad passes. And he fumbled the ball. And he fumbled the ball. He looked like Kyle Allen out there. He just was a more accurate Kyle Allen. Yeah, 78% completion, but, 
you're thrown 42 times and you're just averaging eight yards, you know, a throw. I mean, it, it's not, that's not enough. You're throw, not go a down 40 field. year old quarterback who can't throw it deep. If you are, you can't throw it that deep. It's time. It really is time to hang it up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Bridgewater is, would be a very, very good backup quarterback, but I'm not ready to hand the franchise to him. I, I want to see a little bit more, but I, he's on my worried scale too. I mean, I know I know this team is in transition. We know this team is not going to be a Super Bowl team. Yeah. But still, I'm and starting the- to worry about some of these, you know, issues that we're having. Like I said, I'm lo- getting a little nervous about Derek Brown because he's hasn't really shown up. I'm anxious to see the PFF scores, see if he graded as badly as he did last week. <laughs> I think but, he's going to be at least at that bad, if not worse. I don't know. Um, he was at like a 29. Yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, there's 28 points below that. So it's <laughs> plenty, plenty of space. Um, I, you know, again, and I'm going to talk about out, out of both sides of my mouth here, probably because I just said that I wasn't sure about Teddy, but I think we, as Panthers fans, just need to remember that this is a team that has a brand new coach, a brand new quarterback. 50% of our players on the roster were turned over. More than 50% of our players were turned over. We lost a lot of our veteran leadership. We did not have an offseason. We did not have any preseason games. This was always going to look bad. Yeah. And it's actually looked better than I thought. So this game is a tough one because we actually had a chance. Last week was a tough one because we had a chance, and I think that maybe makes it feel worse than it actually is because we actually had a shot at both of those games, and we you know kind of gave it away. But you know, if you'd have told me we were going to start zero and two, then I would have been like, yeah, that that makes sense. Like, yeah, there's a right. lot going against us, and I think a lot of it is also how the defense hasn't. It gave me glimpses this week. It did. Mm. It gave me glimpses. And one person stood out, Brian Burns, I thought played really good. He had two tackles for losses, four tackles. He got to Brady a couple times where just a second late that he got the ball off. So he played well. Jeremy Chin had another solid game. He made a couple plays, but, you know, seven total tackles. So he's. I'm just waiting for him to step it up. Here, Whitehead still screwing up in the pass game. Man, but uh, look for Shaq one Thompson. major to hear Whitehead pass interference a game. I guess. Yeah, Shaq Thompson, where are you? Yeah, three tackles, one where, solo where tackle are you? the whole game. You're supposed to be the captain of the defense, the you know go getter. You got mm-hmm. the big money. I don't hear you making a play out there, man. Yeah. Shout out to Corn Elder. I thought he had a really nice play mm-hmm. towards the end of the game. That uh, actually, I think it was on a third down. He just knocked a knocked a, a sure catch away from one of the receivers there. Not something that you want to say often. Is uh, shout out to Corn Elder. So I'm going to take <laughs> advantage of it. Good job by him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the stats here. One QB hit the entire day. Now I know Burns got close a couple of times. Um, but that, you know, they had seven, they had seven on Teddy mm-hmm. and we're still not getting anywhere close to the quarterback, you know, in a, any meaningful way. No. So 
yeah, that's got to be something that they figure out because we've got, it feels like we have the talent on especially that front four there, but maybe we don't, uh, you know, maybe these draft picks aren't just going to, they're not going to work out. I don't know. It maybe, maybe it's Phil Snow. I mean, this is the first time he's gone, been in the NFL. Maybe he's not realizing talented offensive linemen and offenses are in the NFL. Maybe he's out of depth yeah. too. And, and again, I, I, this is way premature. I'm not going to harp on that too much, but you know, it's something to think about going forward because, you know, if this team improves, great. The defense improves. All right, then, you know, that was just a, you know, early season thing. But it is something to keep an eye on because this whole coaching staff is new to the NFL. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, that's just something we have to keep in mind. You know, mm-hmm. we've had this stability for the last I mean, John Fox to Rivera was a very long time of stability at head coach, right? We had John Fox for a long time. We had Rivera for a long time. And now we're starting over again. And we have to, especially this year, we just have to be patient, I think. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to be patient because we haven't, you know, we've been expecting to compete every year up until this year. And it's hard to sort of switch your mind around a little bit and understand that that's probably not going to happen this year. Even though we say it, we've been saying it all preseason that the Panthers aren't going to be in the playoffs this year. Where six wins would be great, but once the games start, we want to win. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? uh, absolutely. Every time we both predicted a win in this game, even though you know uh, we probably shouldn't have. <laughs> oh man! And then we but, go to uh, the Chargers next week, and I'm going to go ahead and say I'm probably going to predict a win. Probably, yeah. I mean, eventually we're going to be right. We're not going 0-16 this year, so. Uh, uh, question, quick question before we move on. Yeah. Dante Jackson, I, what, did he have a good game or not? I can't tell because Mike Evans had a great game, but I don't know if Dante was on him the whole time. I know he was on him on one touchdown, but I don't know if that was schemed to play 30 yards off or not, but. I mean, I, you know, I'm just kind of looking at ESPN here, and I see Mike Evans walking in for a touchdown with Dante Jackson sort of late to get to him. So my initial thought would be not a great game, but he had, you know, he had an interception, right? Or or was it a fumble recovery? And that one he um, walked in, I believe, is that one that I was talking about yeah. where he lined up on the goal line. Mike Evans ran us like a streak and then cut in like a hook, mm-hmm. and at that point he was like five yards into the end zone, but that he lined up on the line. Like that's where they wanted him. Yeah. So it was like a deep zone. They had him in. I would say, I mean, I don't think Dante was particularly terrible in this game. Mm-hmm. Like he did make, he did have the interception. He didn't make that play. Um, I thought Rasul Douglas actually had a really nice game. Again, I thought he had a pretty, you know, for just sort of getting in and learning the offense or the defense and everything. I thought he, played fairly well actually led the team in tackles today that's so, not necessarily a good thing if you're secondary. not a good thing but you know it, <laughs> you know not a good thing for your team for sure but uh, every time i saw him out there and he had a tackle for loss as well every time i saw him out there making a play he seemed to have like wrap up the guy which is something that a lot of guys don't do you know yeah uh I saw dante jeremy jackson chin. that is definitely you yeah yeah i saw jeremy chin one time go for a tackle and just sort of slide down the guy like a fire pole and, uh, you know, just let, hey, come on, just grab hold, grab hold of whatever you can grab hold of <laughs> any, any, anything that's sticking out on a player, grab hold of except it. the face mask. 
Except the face mask. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know. Joey Joey Sly. You know, get got to hit my Joey Sly uh, moment here. But uh, three for three on kicks. Didn't see anything that looked even close to missing. So good job, Joey. Yeah. Um. Want to do heroes and heroes? Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you kick it off? Well, heroes. I mean, I'm gonna say DJ Moore. 120 yards. Mm-hmm. My bold prediction was 135 yards, so he was almost there. A lot of that, unfortunately, in the fourth quarter. I'll give him the hero. Nice little nod, like I said. I, I thought Burns did pretty well today. Unfortunately, didn't get to him, to the quarterback. Yeah. But Yeah, Moore is a good one. I, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Mike Davis just for stepping in for, you know, uh, the best running back in the league and – doing everything that he needed to do. Made a couple of really nice receptions. Toward, you know, dr- helped, helped us get down the field to, you know, make this game close. Uh, had a really nice move on one catch where he sort of just went by like three guys who were all trying to get him down. So uh, I'm going to give Mike Davis the hero, uh, although I do, I do agree that I think DJ Moore is probably most deserving of it. But yeah. I will give it to Mike Davis uh, because who knows, he may never get yeah. another one. And Robbie Anderson, not a really great performance by him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I mean, nine catches for Robbie Anderson. That's not that's not what he's known for. No, he's known for being you know a big play threat, which he had a thirty nine yard yeah. reception in this game. But nine catches. I mean, nine out of ten. Good job, Robbie, man. Dude, he he's has some really solid yards. hands. There was a bad pass that he just snatched out of the air. Yeah. So. Yep. I'm very, I'm been very impressed with him so far. Okay, and zeros. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going Derek Brown. I'm going to go ahead and steal it from you. Derek Brown's a zero for me. Uh, just not living up to the hype so far. Again, I'm not giving up on him. I I know you're not either. Um, but a couple of bonehead plays there that extended drives for Tampa. And just didn't seem to be in on anything positive that I could see. No. And that's kind of where it worries me. He hasn't been in yeah. anything positive. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go the obvious choice. I'm going to go Teddy Two Gloves turnovers. Yeah. I mean, he spotted them 14 points and gave us... He put the Panthers in chasing territory the whole way. One turnover yeah. was in on our 20-25 yard line. One play, touchdown to Mike Evans. I mean, then he threw another pick, not a bad throw. Just You can't do that, that with this team. This team can't afford four turnovers in a game. And He's got to work. He's got to figure something out in practice this week on his timing with the receivers. Like, mm-hmm. they've got to stay late. They've got to get there early. That needs to be a focus for the coaching staff for this offense is making Teddy – get in sync with those receivers because he's throwing behind them. Mm-hmm. And then that one to McCaffrey, I don't even know. I mean, I guess that was just a, just a misread or it slipped out of he his glove or something. I don't know. He was trying to get it over the defensive tackle. That, that, well, he got it over the defensive tackle. Yeah. He he also got it over everybody else on offense. And, <laughs> and it looked like it was set up for a decent play as well. I mean, they have blockers there. Yeah. And not only that, did you notice in the first quarter after those – Two turnovers. He was sitting by himself, and he just seemed. I don't want to. Yeah, he just was like. 
Did he have a towel over his head? No, he didn't. God, have a, God, I hope he didn't have a towel over his head. But I mean, like, he just didn't seem to be. He went woe is me kind of, and I was like, he wasn't. He wasn't sitting there like you see the great ones do with their flip charts or their iPad or whatever, trying mm-hmm. to figure it out and talking to the coaching staff and yeah. No, I I know, but you know that that throw to McCaffrey, like I understand you're trying to get it over the defensive line. But that's a throw that every quarterback in the league oh, yeah. has to be able to make. And, and, and if that, you, that's kind of inexcusable. And if you're going to gonna overthrow it, chuck it to the stands. I mean, if you can't get it over that line yeah. that he has just a great position, you just chuck it to the ground or chuck it to the line. There were definitely a few plays where he the pressure was in his face, and I was really hoping that he would throw it away, and he held on to it. Trying to make, trying to make a play, I understand. But at some point, you just got to understand that you got to get rid of it. Um, all right. Did uh, I don't remember. Now, overall, we've been uh, – I kind of want to do this. What would you grade the team this week? Um, I think a, a C minus. That's where I was going, C minus. Yeah, I think we both did C plus last week. Yeah. How about the coaching staff? I see. I am still confused on the coaching staff because they made some boneheaded decisions, but in the second half, they they made some tweaks that really kind of made this team mm-hmm. move and kind of stop them. And I'm I'm not sure where to put the onus is. The execution just terrible, or mm-hmm. are the play calls? Not is it the players? Good. Or I, I don't understand. Call, yeah, yeah. I think there's a combination of the two. Um, I'm still giving the benefit of the doubt to the coaching staff because I think they're going to figure it out. That Matt Rule is so highly respected by everybody that's ever come in contact with. He's got to be. He's got to be a good coach. We're just I don't know that. I mean, he's had the he's opportunity. Went, everywhere he's went, the first year they've struggled. So I mean, yeah, that's true. So. And again, like, if you'd have told me we were going to start 0-2 but be competitive, I would have been like, yeah, that's what I want, honestly. I want them to be competitive. And I figure they're going to lose a lot of games. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. So, it's but it, it is tough when it's happening. Very tough. Yeah. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening. If you like us, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. You can email us any questions or comments at mailbox at meowmixpodcast.com. And we'll be back on Thursday with our week three preview against the San Diego Chargers. Uh, our only four o'clock game of the year. And so. we get to be in that new fancy stadium. Yeah, with all those screaming fans. Oh. Well, Even that if probably it was would be the Chargers. case with the Chargers. I was going to say that would probably be the case with the Chargers anyway. <laughs> we may feel... actually have a uh, home field advantage there if their fans were there. I was going to say, fans. like the piped-in crowd noise is going to be way oh, louder. Man, than I the hate the crowd, have. fake crowd noise. I am fine with it, a little bit of a rumble, me. but like any penalty, it's like, come on, come on, that was obvious. I like, honestly just wish they'd have the low rumble. I'm fine time. with the low rumble. The low rumble yeah. I get, but the... <gasps> it was like, come on. Yeah. It was a two-yard gain. 
<laughs> we just need fans back in the stadiums. Mm. You know, it, yeah. it seemed to work okay for the Chiefs that first game. I think I heard that one fan has ended up testing positive out of that. So let's just let's just put fans back in the stadiums. Not not full capacity, but enough to where. I mean, that sound. You know, the Chiefs sounded fine. Their their fans sounded fine. We'll see. So, I don't know. Were there? Um, did you happen to see if there were fans at Dallas today? I do not know. Uh, I do know Atlanta blew a huge lead, though. I know. The Cowboys ended up coming back and winning that game. Dang. All right. Everybody, we will be back on Thursday. Until then, keep pounding. <laughs>